God damn radio on the fritz again. In the the case of nuclear or radiological fallout, people living around potential targets such uh, as change military that. bases I and can't chemical be plants that again. may be see, advised see to evacuate. Oh, hey, put on that bare bones show you were listening to the other day. Good evening to everyone around the world. Today we have Bare Bones with featuring featuring guests ONFE. I count. And then joining us as well, we have Mayor. We have our beloved B Bands that has stepped down and pursued different goals for another uh, just venue that she's headed to. And we will miss her deeply. But uh, Crypto or Mayor has stepped in to help us today. And we're just going to go with the flow. We told Wolfman we're going to get him on, kind of see how things go. Saber as well is taking her kids to the Dinosaur Museum, so she will not be joining us. I uh, just messaged her as well. So it'll be Mayor, myself, and Wolfman today. But Wolfman, how are you doing? Man, I'm doing awesome, dude. Doing really good. Um, recovery from accidents going really well. and So it's good to be back, man. This is my first bases since uh, since the accident uh, about four or so weeks ago. So it's good to be back, man. And it's good to be back with you guys, man. I love the Skellies. Love everything you're doing, man. And it seems like everything is just going so smooth, man. It's just unreal how great the transition's been and just how much you guys have expanded and and helped the, the space in general between Polygon and Stargaze. Hey, Mayor. I cannot. Mayor, can you hear me? Yeah, I can I, hear I you. I can't hear Wolfman. I don't. I lost connection yes. for a few seconds, and then, then <laughs> when it got back on, I couldn't hear him. So I was trying not. I saw his mic was unmuted, so I tried not to. Yeah, he interrupt him at all. He just he just gave an intro. Wolfman, you might want to step down and come back up. We'll bring you back up. Okay, let's see. Um, I don't know if that was my fault or how Twitter works, but yeah, I, I walked out of my office and lost connection. Well, man, try to speak now, see if I can hear you. If not, we might have to host a new space. Hey, how's it going? Damn. Can you hear me now? Oh, there he is. I can hear him. Hey, okay. let's go. <laughs> well, I just gave you a okay. bunch of love. Maybe you could go back and listen to it later. <laughs> okay, well, perfect. I appreciate it. Sorry for, uh, like I said, I walked out of the building. I saw a connection issue, but I do want to let everyone know everything we covered today is just for our own educational purposes. We do not cover anything to give you advice as far as investing and trading. So everything you hear today, take with a grain of salt and don't be a dummy. We're not here to tell you what to do. We're just here to have fun. Uh, Mayor, I'm gonna let you run with it. Mayor just gonna kind of do his own little thing. You guys all know bands, how she always gave good love and good stories. Um, And we're just gonna kind of see how Mayor rolls with it. And then I'm gonna feed off of him. So if things are a little different today, that's to be expected. But Mayor, take the mic. Let us know some interesting topics that are going on right now. Well, hey, good morning. Good morning, everyone. Um, if you're on North America, or good afternoon, good evening. Um, real quick, if you could just retweet this space out 
and you know share the love a little bit you know this is just an informative space we'd like to do a little bit of market market analysis traditional markets and um you know crypto markets so anyways right as far as today um there is some big news going on a little bit as some of you might know the apple um developer conference is today and supposedly the big news that they're going to announce is a new ar headset I don't know if you've been um, following, but Apple, as you know, is a big mover and shaker. And I think this is in competition with Meta's uh, Oculus. Um, I have actually never used the Oculus, but I, I know a few people who have. And, you know, they say it's it's really great. They've, there's some good games for it. So the hopefully the positive news for that is if Apple is announcing their new AR headset, that it will bring some more gaming in and possible. Um, a possible positive for for the crypto space um and then also we are going to uh i i'm, I'm going to go through the seven day volume on magic eden does that sound cool ej we'll, do, we'll just do that real quick absolutely i think everyone would enjoy that for sure and to be yeah. clear make sure you um so for everyone that doesn't know magic eden is a polygon platform and they also host solana uh, bitcoin and polygon and actually ethereum as well so um are you just going to be covering the polygon volume is that what you're doing yeah i was planning on okay, just stick, yep sticking to the to, to polygon volume and this is a seven day volume on magic eden and so um nft projects so first place utes um volumes down a little bit but their floor price is 1.9 eth second place is drill club um third place gen k fourth place is i don't know how you pronounce this if it's fada or fada this is a new project i haven't seen this i'd love to know more about it um then we got alpha uh fifth place in volume floor price 540 matic then we got game bulls uh brozos in seventh place volume um all of these volumes are down except for alpha in fifth place um let's see eighth place house of skulls floor price 16 matic ninth place genesis wild pass for floor price 190 matic um their volume is up and then we got some monkeys we got normies in 11th and rec dogs in 12th place um does anyone know about this alpha or, or f-a-d-a theta Theta, yeah, they're, they're a pretty big project. I'm curious to see what's going to happen, but yeah, they're they're actually, I think they're a international team, from my understanding. And I was actually, I was trying to get a hold of them, mm -hmm. not much, not much um, interaction, I guess. But after speaking with some people, I think there might have been like a language barrier. Mm -hmm. But they look to be doing well. I've looked at their art, pretty clean. Um, very interested to see what they. It, it's nice when things are a little different. Um, but it was a project I actually did not buy because I, I wasn't fully confident, but they look to be doing well. So there's definitely investors that are ready for their project. To, did they do the reveal yet? I mean, are you on your desktop where you could yep. click and see if they revealed their art yet? Um, no, I, I don't believe they've revealed it yet. I thought it had to do with digital identity also, the project. I was looking at it just briefly. I can go look. But well, also... It very well could be. Yeah, they're good project. I think it's bringing in some new eyes. I don't... I, 
I feel like that was like a Solana vibe project that moved to Polygon before they launched, but I could be wrong. It under under so if you just click on it, 38 Matic for price. Beta is where Web3 brings together in innovation and growth. Faden is carefully designed to embody unique identity and style. But if you when you click on it, it's just their like symbol. They it doesn't look like they've revealed the yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Which it's been three days or four days, and I was waiting for reveal because it's all it's common sense after reveal floor dumps, right? Like that's how it <laughs> always goes. So I was looking to scoop some, but I haven't seen the art revealed. So I don't know if they ran into an issue. They were trying to do it mm-hmm. um, through a different process, but I'll get a hold of them and maybe get you guys some more information. Maybe even get them on the Polygon pitch for Tuesday, and you guys could we could all learn a little bit more about them. Yeah. And then it Drill Club is is another project that I'm a lot more in, interested in now because um, you, you, Space Skelly's did the spaces with them. That was last, when, when was that? Last Thursday or Friday? It was on Thursday, yep. Yeah. And I've just been, I like the art and I like, I mean, the floor is a little high. The floor price is like a 174 Matic. Um, but the Drill Club, just listening to the, um, the team and just like their vision and their project. I really kind of like, I think I'm, a, I'm, I'm interested in these guys um, and their volumes doing pretty good. So, I mean, for me, I really pay attention to volume. I think that's important with um, a lot of these projects, but their volume did go down over the seven day. So, but I think that's normal. I mean, I, from listening to people talking about other um, ecosystems and other blockchains, I, I, I believe volumes down um, on other chains is just not a polygon issue. And I think it has to do a lot with just Bitcoins in this range. Bitcoin hasn't moved since like March. You know, Bitcoin made that move like from around um, 20K up to like 28, 29K. And then it's just Bitcoin's been in this range from like 26 to 28K and it's not moving. So I feel like a lot of the volume's down on a lot of these marketplaces. So that's what's going on with Polygon uh, NFT volume. And then we also have, like I said, the big announcement with Apple and their, their conferences today. Um, so look for a lot of the, the metaverse stocks to get a bump or metaverse uh, uh, blockchains or projects to, to get a bump like Sandbox and, you know, um, you know, just some of the other ones. Anyways, uh, what else, EJ, would you like to talk about real quick here? I'm looking through some stuff online here. And Wolf, if you want to share a little bit what your thoughts are, I know you said you were you had um, were taking a, take a break a little bit, and now you came back. Um, hold on, just a second. Yeah, I'm I'm actually one of the things I'm really excited about just the cash, man. Like I've always loved that token. I've loved the the platform. We've launched most of our front ends on there, and um, just the. The, the whole news with AI and, and just how it's going to fill an incredible gap that's really actually vastly needed is really pumping because it's only it's like the only decentralized cloud source out there for a solution for these AI tools that are being built out there. So it creates an even more massive demand than anything I think we've ever seen before. So the potential there is just incredible. And so just to see this project really like they're in the test net, right, for, for the, getting the GPUs live, which means like Strange Clan and Passage can also be launching later this year on their platform and everything else. So there's just so much swirl, like the, some of the top tier stuff is just going to be coming out this year. And I think the cash is just 
it's just one of my favorite, I think, platforms like that and like DowDow are my two like uh, favorite types of tech in this space, I think, for sure. And so to see cash, a cash finally doing well, and I think it's just going to keep going up and doing well is uh, something that I'm super pumped about. Yeah. And I, like I said, I, I do think we're just kind of stuck. Oh, you dropped off there. I can't hear you if you're talking. Maybe I should drop off. EJ, can you hear me? Hold on. I, I'm back. We can hear you. What I was saying was, is we're stuck in this trading range with Bitcoin. It seems like that's affecting the entire market. We, we are less than a year from the Bitcoin halving, which is, this is an important date to know. And I, I looked this up today. I knew it was in early of 2024. It seems like it's always in April, but the next Bitcoin halving is they're um, projecting it's going to happen like around the end of April of 2024. So a lot of people are hoping and thinking that, you know, as we get closer and closer to the Bitcoin halving, which will lower um, supply, um, that Bitcoin can hopefully get stuck out of this range. Yes, there's a lot of other factors involved, but with the debt ceiling being pushed back, you know, that was the big news of last week. The, the U.S. debt ceiling got, you know, pushed back till I think 2025. You know, people, a lot of people are thinking, hey, this could be a positive for, for Bitcoin. But the next Bitcoin habiting is going to be end of April 24. So as we get closer to that, you know, understand that that's going to affect the Bitcoin price. Yeah, I've actually, one of my favorite narratives on this is that, because one of the things I do is I look at charters and some of the, some of the best people in the space there, but I also, obviously I think market sentiment, sentiment on Twitter and everything else is huge there. And my, my narrative is that this year's kind of a fake bull, bull run up that we're going to, we're going to see a nice crash. 2024 will be pretty much like a, a rough year. Um, but you do have that happening. And that's where in the past we've seen probably towards the end of 2024, like Q4 is when we'll see like Bitcoin go up. And I think 2025 is when we'll see the, the bull run return. And that's when we'll see a lot of things. But I mean, who knows in the end, you know, there's so many different factors that look that come into all that. But for me and, and what I look at, and especially in the past, when you see happenings, it doesn't happen right away. But it, a lot of times there is a, like a dump and a crash before all that. And then it kind of comes back up. And I, I really do think um, Q4 is going to be really nice in 2024. So we'll see. All right, I'm back. I messaged you guys. I got kicked. I got a phone call, another phone call, and then everything locked up. So if I go quiet, Mayor, just take over. I won't turn the spaces off. I kicked you to see if it would, which it did. I kicked you. And then when I brought you back up, some reason it allowed me to hear again. Um, but anyways, you guys are talking about the debt ceiling. Mayor, I know I, I messaged in the, the brand ambassador chat. I was talking about a potential sell-off if that happened, you know, and and then to see it push back to 2025. And I think all the markets were, or they were green last week. So I'm sure they'll be green this week if we have, uh, since they did that. But we'll see. We'll, uh, you know, that'd be one of the first times someone, you know, the U.S. government defaulted on their own payments, which makes no sense at all, if you think about it. Um, I don't know how that actually, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, that would be very interesting if we raise the debt ceiling. So it's, it's, you got to turn off the money printer sooner or later or inflation never stops. But Mayor, I'm going to let you keep rolling. Just want to let you know I'm still, I'm okay. here and everything. Well, well, yeah, I think it, I think, you know, like we said earlier, this is not financial advice, but we like to, to just go over, you know, traditional markets and go over the crypto markets just to get a feel for what people are thinking. 
and you know to bounce ideas off of each other and you know we we bring up some new new nft projects and you know wolfman like i feel that like nfts have been the place to hide out and just chill and have fun while you know bitcoin's just been not doing a whole lot you know and then you know the whole ordinals thing has kind of got people interested in nfts so i think nfts is a great space um, I'm going to do the seven day rundown on, on Ethereum. I did it on Polygon. This is the seven day volume, um, on Ethereum. So I think, uh, Bored Apes has been in number one for a long time. Um, therefore, let's see, Bored Apes Yacht Club, number one in volume, uh, floor price, uh, 47 ETH. Then you have Azuki's, then you have the Mutant Apes, number three. Number four is, um, Open Edition. I've, I've not heard of that one uh number five is uh ben's official d gods is number six that's that's interesting um nakamoto's number seven captain z number eight volume pudgy pension pudgy penguins number nine on open c uh 10th in volume is ff6000 i do not know that project and then 11th place is milady maker um on open so those are the big heavy hitters um over on open you know doing the volume and um i i like to pay attention to kind of what board ape yacht club and azuki is doing because you know there there is a lot of um movement that trickles down you know so that's i i, I don't always but i like to pay attention what ha what's happening on the big boards yeah and i think you point out a good point um d gods is up there now d gods actually flipped mutant ape yacht club as far as floor price not market cap just floor price um which is that's very interesting and then season three comes out for d gods and utes and we were all talking with frank last night and it's pretty interesting to you know the d gods and utes chat is actually together now which is kind of cool so we're just like watching what frank and them are talking about and these just hints that he subtly drops they don't make sense at first but once the day plays out or the week like it it all ma it makes sense it's pretty very unique like they're marketing just like pudgy penguin same thing very very far thought out uh marketing like very well thought out very like one two three months in it or in a year where are we at and i've really tried to to see and how the the innovation's always there uh, Frank's that guy too as well like when he goes kind of quiet it's because he's coming up with a pretty cool plan but um, I see that Pudgy Penguins had their their toy release and that definitely helped them a few weeks ago as far as you know what they've been doing but yeah that's really my input on that yeah Board Ape Yacht Club if anyone's got 40 sitting around let me know how that community is or you could send it to me so I can join the discord for a little bit um, but who we, we got a sand we got someone we're gonna see here we got sand Sandy Toes, we'll bring her up. And Mayor, you can go to the next topic if you want, but I'll bring up a guest and see if they got a question. Well, we'll welcome up Sandy. Sandy's very um, knowledgeable about a lot of different blockchains and NFT projects. She's she's a creator and she's launched a couple projects. So welcome up, Sandy. Well, hello, everybody. Wonderful week to you. And yes, while you're on the topic of NFTs, Something that I just wanted to bring to your attention, and as you said, this is not financial advice, observation. As gas fees are hurting people, uh, everyone's going back to Tezos. The Tezos blockchain 
The NFT marketplace is vibrant. There are competitions, contests, campaigns, and everybody is minting because it's almost, uh, you know, the, the gas fees are almost negligible. So as these campaigns happen, um, it, it's, it's, it's something to keep an eye on because just in the past month, two of the free um, airdrop NFTs that I got from an artist, uh, her name is Empress Trash. She's made it big. So she's been giving away these NFTs every month to her top collectors. And guess what? It's sold on secondary for 80 tezos. I, I didn't even buy that. So the, the everyday person, the artists in Indonesia, the artists around the world who cannot afford the high gas fees are making a huge contribution to this NFT space. And I just wanted to say, I think the same thing is going to happen. A lot of these people are going to come in to the Cosmos ecosystem because there also is so many opportunities and so many platforms that are taking shape and building. I live in the NFT space. I invest in crypto and I like to keep my ears to the ground. And, uh, and, and I'm really excited about the musicians and the gamers in this space because they're the ones who are going to laugh all the way to the bank when everything's said and done. They know what's up. Have a great week, everybody. And thanks for letting me share my thoughts with you. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for coming up, Sandy. It's always good to hear from you because I, I know you do spend a lot of time on, you know, other blockchains and getting outside of um, it, it's, it's just good to, to know what's happening on, on other chains. And, and like you said, I think you're talking kind of like more of like a free mint where a, uh, an established project will do a, a free mint for their community. And um, then, you know, just see what happens. And I think that's a great way to, to reach new people. And um, you know, I think that's, that's happening on Polygon also. So yeah, EJ. Yeah, you guys are talking about three mints, and, and Tezos is great, and so is Cosmos. Um, I think they still need to mature quite a bit as far as the market. But if they do and when they do, they're going to be sleeping giants, right? But that's going to be a tell of time. Um, and you guys are talking about free mints. Drill Club, you mentioned that earlier. Drill Club was a free mint, and that went up to 250 Matic within, a, what, three weeks to a month? Um, so that was, I mean free mints and sold on secondary for six to ten dollars for one week week and a half and then things just started going wild uh and you talked about them earlier and i wanted to bring that up because a free mint got brought up uh, you will see drill club with a high floor price but that was a, a free mint which is like you said it's a unique way that tezos could be bringing in users and if free mints are done correctly you can bring in a lot of a uh, consumer base by doing that but yeah, definitely keep your ear to the ground, uh, like she said, and and just, you know, just because another marketplace is doing well or another ecosystem doesn't mean it's right or wrong. Just you need to be aware of it because if you go where the liquidity is, you can make good money flipping NFTs, and and that's that's clear as day, right? Um, but we won't go into that too much. And and Mayor, you got uh, you got some more topics you want to cover? Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to, um, you know, you know, we as you know, you know, Space Kelly's, we were. We are in, on, uh, you know, Stargaze and Stargaze is doing a lot of great stuff. And there's, there's, it's, I think the future is multi-chain for, for, for a lot of these NFT projects. And it, it's a great way to have not, not, not just be exposed to one blockchain, but I think Stargaze is making a lot of, of, um, 
positive steps to move forward. They're they're going to adjust their tokenomics, and I think hopefully, maybe at the end of the month, we we might be able to have a uh, a um, a great interview with with some of the the team on Stargaze um, to just learn more about their tokenomics. But right now, th- we want to just talk about um, there's a a new project that's going to. I think you guys are minting out on the eighth. Um, this is. Uh, it's called Knights of Chivalry, and we have love for crypto. is is just a friend that I've I've known a little bit over um, with some other projects, and I, for what I understand, like it, the title is says a lot. Um, I believe he, you guys love NFTs and love stuff. So uh, love for crypto. You want to just do a little introduction and just tell us a little bit of story, and then tell us what's going on um, with with your guys' this new project. Hello, everyone. Thank you for inviting me to speak uh, on this space. Uh, should I share something about uh, myself before uh, I speak about? Yeah, the yeah. Just tell us a little bit about yourself. How long have you been around crypto? You know, kind of what got you interested in first in it, and you know what 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 do you got going on now? But yeah, how'd you get into crypto? And if you could, so we stay on schedule. It, yeah, give a little intro of yourself and then like a three-minute elevator pitch. And then we'll uh, we'll get moving along with the, the market and then to, to Wolfman so we don't go too long. But yeah, introduce yourself and a quick, quick rundown of your project and then how we can support you and what we can do to help you. Okay, thank you, guys. Well, I'm uh, into crypto for about uh, six years. Uh, I uh, ran into Cosmos and fell in love uh, on first sight, let's say. <laughs> so my first uh, coin was Atom. And uh, after uh, some time uh, in the Cosmos space, I got interested uh, uh, into NFTs. And uh, when Stargate started, I was one of the first users, like probably like many of you. <laughs> so I fell in love with Stargaze. Uh, I see a tremendous tremendous uh, potential there and uh, for a long time uh, i was on the sidelines looking uh, what uh, other people are uh, building uh, and what's happening in the space uh, generally and uh, i decided uh, to launch my own project uh, as co-founder i have a friend nixie crypto and uh, <clears throat> Our project is uh, Age of uh, Chivalry, or uh, T-A-O-C. <laughs> uh, we plan uh, to make uh, a nice uh, tournament game. Uh, let me uh, run, uh, run it down. Uh, in, uh, let's, uh, let me describe it uh, shortly. Uh, uh, if you own our knights, you will be able to connect your wallet to our website. Then you will see all your knights, and you can select them uh, to send them to the tournament. Uh, then system will pull that uh, information into the database, and uh, tournament three will be generated, uh, and uh, draw will be made, and uh, our system will uh, use some calculations to to determine uh, which knights are going to final rounds and which knights uh, which knight will win that's uh, in short like uh, short description of how it should work 
what is uh, interesting uh, with that is uh, the concept uh, when we make uh, the Knights tournament game uh, we should be able to uh, like rent it out to other projects if they want to use our uh, tournament system I mean I see a space uh, uh, for more utility there okay cool and then you guys are minting on stargaze in a couple days right yeah, we are minting uh, on uh, Thursday. Uh, that's a whitelist mint, and on Friday it's a public mint. Okay, cool. And it, if if I remember correctly, I think you said it was going to be like around five dollars the mint price, five or six. Yeah, five or six. Uh, right now it's uh, three hundred fifty stars for whitelist and five hundred fifty stars for public. Uh, I think that we will keep it uh, at that level. Well, like 150 stars and how, how big is the collection yeah. uh collection size is uh 5, pieces mm -hmm. it's uh it's bigger than uh usual collections on stargaze but uh we think that uh, we will have appeal among people uh art is amazing and uh we think that uh, our project uh, really stands out we even have a website it's uh, uh, info, and there you can see more about the project. Uh, you can see our roadmap. How, how, uh, how, close, how close are you to, to the game? Well, uh, our plan is to uh, mint uh, out at least half of the collection, and then we can uh, hire a team to start working on the game. Uh, we have a friend who is a blockchain developer, uh, but uh, he is working on Solana, so uh, he will help us a bit. And uh, but we will look to hire someone uh, who okay. is um, okay. familiar with Cosmosm. Yeah, and, I wasn't sure because yeah. I was I was looking at I was trying to look at the project a little bit. I wasn't sure if you guys were planning on how close you are. But so so like the game isn't developed right now, but your the plan is to try to get halfway minted out and then get started on the game. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, the plan. Uh, also, one thing I forgot to mention about my background, uh, I work as a technical team leader at one uh, huge web uh, 2.0 company, and my friend Nixie is uh, also the same position. <laughs> so we have experience in a leading team of people and uh, achieving goals. So that's uh, our real life, I mean, our regular job experience will help us uh, along the way. Well, we appreciate you stepping up, and if you guys can, go support their project, give them a follow, give them a like, get in their Discord, learn more, ask questions, whatever you need to do. But we're going to continue to move forward with our call. I will have to get running if we don't hurry this up a bit. These are typically a little bit shorter frame, um, so we need to get moving along as well. If you heard, minting on Stargaze, $5. That is not much. You guys go support them if you can. Um, and if you have any questions, once again, get in their Discord and ask away. But we're going to move on. I'm going to share a little bit about the crypto market that Saber has shared with me. Uh, the chart she she shared with me without me getting into it and accidentally loading a screen and, uh, and then potentially rugging the spaces. It looks like there's support right around the 26.3 area from I'm zoomed out on this chart. It's on the one day chart. And she said we're trying to look for um we'll share it after this like i said so i don't uh get anything 
you know, rugged. But on the chart that we'll share, she's looking for the red box uh, to be hit, which is on the daily time frame. And that looks like this is twenty six one one eight, so twenty six thousand one hundred eighteen dollars, right around that area. And then she's waiting for the two hundred SMA to move back up to the red box above the hundred SMA. So as we share these, she has great market breakdowns. Saber is very very good at breaking down this and explaining to you guys. I will try to just copy this link without opening it actually, and then I will share it. If you have any questions for the market, we have been consolidating quite a bit. We did hit 28K a few days ago, um, but since then we, we've dipped back down to that 26, 27 area and have found great support there. Once we see that SMA potentially cross back over, that could be a bullish signal. But if you guys have questions about these breakdowns, please get with Sabre and she is really great at taking time and making sure everyone understands what's going on. And I did just post this in the comments and you guys can see the chart that she shares. Give her trading view a follow as well that comes from her breakdowns on her channel. Um, but with that, Mayor, before I move on to my segment, do you have anything else you would like to cover? No, not, nothing offhand, no. Okay, well, <clears throat> you did mention that Apple was doing some great things with a VR headset. That was actually my biggest topic for today on Monday. Um, I do want to say last week we had the S&P 500 close at 1.8% up. NASDAQ was up 2%, Dow Jones up 2% 2, 2 as well, and then Russell 2000 was up 3.2%. Um, for this week, the biggest event I have today was Apple. They have that start at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Tuesday, I have nothing important scheduled. Wednesday, we have 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Very important. 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The April Consumer Credit Report is expected to be around $21.6 billion. If that is off, you could definitely see the market start to move. Um, on Thursday, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, initial jobless claims report is expected to be around 236000 so Wednesday and Thursday, make sure you're paying attention. And once again, Friday, I have nothing scheduled. We want to keep the focus on Wednesday and Thursday for the consumer credit report and for the jobless claims report. Um, but I will post this up in the Discord. The last few weeks, I actually have forgotten to post it up. So I apologize and I will catch those up as well. But with that being said, that moves us into ONFT. We are talking about multi-chain. I know ONFT or, or you know Wolfman has been working with a few other projects to bring in Polygon, actually, onto their staking platform. But Wolfman, if you want to cover <clears throat> anything in specific, you can go ahead and do that. It doesn't have to be in regards to the staking platform. It can be uh, whatever you would like to cover and let us know how we can help you guys out moving forward. Oh, man, absolutely. Love it, man. Uh, yeah, you know, we... Um... And just to note, too, when we were talking about Stargaze, you know, I really see, like, Mayer's talking about that being a really a future hub. If you think about, like, what Magic Eden is and then you think about what, what Stargaze is building and how, you know, both are kind of becoming hubs for, um, you know, marketplaces. And, and except one's a blockchain and one's community-owned, um, but still in its infant phases, you know. But as they bring over Ethereum and everything else, I really do think there's a lot of potential there. Um, and, and even like as Polygon will be able to come over and all that cool stuff. So there's so much in this space. And, 
that's, you know, the multi-chain, I think, has really gotten a lot of attention this year. And that's why, you know, the the watchers, when we minted last uh, last June in 2022, um, we, we started out as multi-chain. We minted, we split our collection. We did uh, 6,088 on uh, 888 on uh, Stargaze and 2,000 on Omniflix. So we were a split collection, which, you know, it, it's like... Uh, it's it's had its ups and downs on that on that end of it. Stargaze has just got all the volume. It's got all the eyes and Cosmos. And even then, like you you point out, EJ, you know, uh, it's just still in its early stages as far as volume and and uh, kind of big eyes on everything. But you know, that's one of the reasons too. It's been really great about creating ONFT and creating a a, a platform really for ONFT creators and builders and for um, communities uh, to be able to thrive and build on. And um, and so that's really been at the heart of everything that we've been trying and working towards to build. And a lot of that is finally coming up to fruition, obviously staking uh, the platform, uh, offering that free to uh, projects that are on Stargaze, Omniflix and Polygon right now. And we'll be expanding that as we go along. Um, but it's just something, too, that, you know, the way that the way that I see it is like, you know, staking isn't something that teams should have to spend a lot of time and money on because it really does eat up. It can eat up a nice chunk of your budget, especially if you're a smaller project, and it can eat up a, a lot of time. And so we really wanted to find a way um, to offer that so that, you know, teams could have those kind of advantages right off the bat, you know, have a marketplace to do raffles um, and even have potentially have like merch stores and things like that um, all through a, a nice interface and even be able to have APIs so they can plug it into their own website. Um, you know, so we're really working hard to bring those kind of tools to the space. I think, um, you know, when you have tools like that, you'll see a lot less rugs in the space. You'll see a lot of teams more empowered to be able to do more and feel less overwhelmed. I think a lot of times, uh, you know, you get optimistic, you get excited when you're new and you, you launch your first project and um, you, you might have bitten off a bit more than you can chew. It can be so hard to find good quality devs. I know, EJ, I know you know this uh, in the space. There's a lot of scammer fake devs out there, too. Um, and so to be able to have a, a platform, kind of like Shopify type platform, uh, but for NFT projects and communities uh, is, is really something that we're trying to build here. And we have a future quest system and whitelist collabs and all that. The, the space is really fragmented, too. So, so much of, you know, you're going to this site for collabs, you're going to this site for whitelist, you're going to this site for, for the quest system, you're going to this site for its marketplace. And, uh, you know, it's just it's so fragmented right now. And, it, and I think that's really um, a hard barrier of entry as we're trying to onboard the masses into the space. And so ONFT's goal, obviously, is ONFT, ONFT, ONFTs, right? Just this idea of, of creating an exciting hub where it's easy to get um, started and integrate if you're a new project or an existing project or if you're a, a new community member and uh, new to the NFT space. Being able to have a central hub where everything is there, um, you know, we'll have so many cool things. Obviously, too, we have Owlies, um, which is heavily integrated into the ONFT platform as as like a gamification reward type program as well. So there's so much um, to the gaming aspect and the fun trading aspect of what Owlies is um, and what that's going to be and some of the cool tokenomics behind what we're building as well. So that's really different uh, than a lot of the other um platforms out there, you know, whether it's Subber or uh, whether it's Zeely or whatever it might be, they don't really have something that's already really well established and built out and is about to go live um, that, that interacts with uh, a marketplace and interacts with, um, you know, the quest systems and um, the other type of uh, tools that we're going to be able to offer, even the staking and the, the raffle systems being able to offer uh, different cool things to teams to be able to offer to their community.
uh, for alleys as rewards and have different cool kind of um, multi-project competitions and all sorts of cool things. The future is just really bright when it comes to the tools that we're wanting to build and be able to integrate with the with the space and the other teams out there. So, um, yeah, I mean that's that's kind of the gist and the overview of what ONFT really is. It's just a it's just a hub for for NFT builders, projects, creators, and communities to to come and um, be empowered to build and connect and and grow in the space. Hey, can you share with me real quick just the the staking? Because like, so you guys have opened up your hub that so other projects can use to. If I was breaking up there. Yeah, you said uh, open up the hub to for other projects to use. I think is that mainly your your for, question? I guess for staking, yeah. Because I, I if I if I remember correctly, isn't like um, women from Cosmos u- using that platform also? The, yeah, yeah. We have over ten projects now using it. Um, we just like like I I posted above too. We just integrated Polygon. So obviously we've got Hero NFT and we've got um, Johnny's um, uh, Billionaire Zombie Club and. Um, I don't know if you've seen the Freemet D nuts. They're pretty funny um, and and pretty cool. Uh, so I, I found it uh, through some other people through the, um, uh, I think it was the the Crown Crown Apes peeps posting on Twitter, and uh, that's been a fun project. And so that's that should be going live today as well. But um, yeah, so it's it's it really is like just like you would go and create an account on like Zeely or Subber um, to start doing collabs or start doing quests for your community, um, you know, that that's the same kind of, those are the tools we're also going to be integrating, but that's the same idea of what staking is, is it's it, eventually it'll be automated where you'll just, uh, we're, we're kind of doing manual integrations now as we get going, but eventually it'll just be, you'll go in, you'll apply. If we approve it, you'll be able to go into your account and enter in all your collections information, set your staking rates, upload your token logo and your banner, um, and be able to get going. And then as well as, you know, you can connect your discord and, um, you know, utilize the bots and everything else that we're going to be offering too. So we'll have like verification bots and sales bots and all that that'll be completely free for teams to use. So it's just a way for a, a new project or a project that doesn't have the firepower to, to build all this stuff out to be able to have their like own uh, community token. So like if you like if you let's say I have five, um, you know, space skellies or whatever. I have five. Um, you know, whatever. NFTs. Women from Cosmos. Yeah, five women from Cosmos, and I want to stake those. It's it's a soft staking, and I can earn the community token. And the as a creator, that creator can reward their community members for um, staking. Now, can you explain the difference between hard staking and soft staking? If I if I stake it, am I still able to list and trade the NFT, or is it, is it, is there two different um, ways to do that? Like, I, I'm just interested in learning more about it. Yeah, there's a couple ways, right? And so, like, obviously, hard staking is uh, taking on custody of the assets. And, like, one of the things, like, Stargaze is doing, right, they're doing it in a decentralized way. So they've teamed up with um, custodial services to have that in, like, um, a decentralized uh, fashion, right, for, for the, the the staking methods that they're coming up with. Um, so if we ever did it, we if we ever did have hard staking, we'd do it that way. I don't want to custody assets. Obviously, I'm in the U.S., too. So there's serious concerns when you start custodying assets. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of teams that aren't doing that and they're, they're custodying those assets and that's, that's kind of a risk there. So soft staking, I think, is a good solution to that um, where you still retain custody. So it's basically non-custodial um, staking, right? But then there's different forms of that, right? Like I think um, 
Youths just came out with that, but they've got something built into their contract where you, it prevents you from being able to list it on Marketplace. It actually prevents you, right, from being able to do things with it. Um, whereas there's other soft staking where it doesn't prevent you to do anything. It's basically just tracking your NFT. Um, and then there was the soft staking that we came out with originally, um, which if you listed it on a Marketplace, so we don't stop you from listing. You can sell, you can transfer easily. Uh, but what it did was it automatically unstaked you from the platform and did a 48-hour cooldown period. Um, we ran into some, some, some we kind of simplified our staking for now. Uh, we ran into some issues. And so it's just to like get the bugs out and get everything live. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can still list things on the marketplace. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it, you know, but yeah, so those are the kind of, there's different things that you can do, um, like, like what we had set up. And I think we'll eventually have that set up again. My thing is, is I don't like hard staking for a lot of reasons. For one, um, I know a lot of people, they want to do it to raise their floor price or whatever they might do. But for me, it takes away liquidity from the market. And, um, you know, so I, that's not something that we wanted to do. We wanted to find a way to where you get to keep your custody and you can do whatever you want with your NFTs. Cool. And I think that's, I don't know, for me, that's one of the hard things to, I, even if for people, I think, who've been in the NFT space for a while, like, let's say you've been in NF, NFTs for a year, but then you start like you start reaching out to other projects or other blockchains and then it's, you have this ability to stake your NFT. And I, th I think this is kind of like where a lot of projects are going, but I think they're just also, there's so much gray area as into the hard staking and soft staking. So I think that helps clarify things. It's like the hard staking is yes, you are, you're almost custodying your NFT with someone else and it's locked, you know, <laughs> until you- Yeah, like, yeah. like if you go stake on DowDow on Juno right now, you are giving up your custody. You can't trade that. It's in that. And that's Contract. also pretty Yeah, and so like Stargaze is bringing DowDow tech as well. They're gonna have their own version on Stargaze and which is amazing. But the problem is then you lose that custody, which like for our platform, like people who wanna use it, their NFT in gaming, or if they wanna stake with multiple projects, there's some hiccups there. So. We're trying to, I'm in touch with the Stargaze team too to try to work out some solutions with that because the DAO tech is incredible. Having a decentralized um, uh, treasury, being able to have decentralized on-chain voting and everything else, having that system already built out and utilizing those tools is something we want to be able to integrate into ONFT, but also we don't want people to necessarily have to lock up their NFTs. And I think there's some solutions on the horizon for that. Yeah, I think a good idea maybe for, I don't know, for some larger projects is just to, you know, do like a terminology definition. It's like, you know, what yeah. is hard, what is hard staking? What is soft staking? What are the pros and cons? Cause I think, uh, you know, hopefully as we all hope when a lot of more new people come into this space, it's just there, it, there's a learning curve and it, it takes time, but like, I don't know, that helps, that just helps me understand a little bit. You know, I think for me, you know, when it comes to staking, you know, I think of tokens and, you know, you think of Cosmos and, you know, locking your tokens for 21 days. So I'm like, okay, is my, how long is my NFT locked? Is it going to be locked for 21 days? It's going to be locked yeah, for 14 yeah. days. So it's just the terminology. I think there, I think it would just be really helpful. I, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure you, you, you guys might be doing this in your disc, but sometimes it's hard to find this information. You know, it's buried in some discord right. channel, you know? Yeah, you're right. And I think, um, and I think that's a, there's such a big difference, right? When we stake our tokens, usually like on Cosmos, it's to secure the network. Whereas if you're staking an NFT, it's uh, <laughs> to secure your spot and having fun. Um, you know, so it's, a, it's definitely different. Now, if it's in a DAO, there can be the, the security of the DAO, right? And that kind of thing too. So there's definitely a lot, I think, uh, definitely some articles, I think, that can be written more about all this. And it's really, I mean, what has this become popularized a lot in the last year or so? So you know, and, and I think, too, there's just a big advantage for teams to offer 
staking tokens that are not that are just points that aren't on chain. Some of them they want to do on chain, which they can integrate that in our platform too. If they want to create their own token, then we can swap it out for the point system, um, and so they can actually have that available too. But you know, the, the, having the internal points, like I know women from Cosmos, one of the cool things she's going to do is like, you're going to be able to actually buy real world pieces of art um, that she makes with uh, with the points, right? Um, and then like Pixel Wizards has uh, their game, and so there's like in-game items that you're going to be able to purchase with your staking rewards, right? So there's a lot of benefits from that. And then like for us, ONFT, our tokens are going to be on-chain. So there's there's the whole there's a whole like DeFi aspect that we've built out with Owlies um, uh, that makes the entire game work, and it can't work without those on-chain tokens. So that's kind of why for us too, Owlies has been around for a little over a year, um, and it's some of the stuff we haven't been able to start yet, specifically because the tech wasn't there for us to be able to to do it because it's not just like a point system in a in a in an internal game. It's all it's an on chain um, game, right? And so everything that you do when you upgrade and everything else is it's all on chain, and it requires the tokens for it all to work. And we so we've been waiting on Stargaze, which they've been promising for forever. Um, well, since October of last year is the Dow Dow Tech and the and the um, and the token factory, which I think you're supposed to go live this month, so there's a good chance you'll see Ali's launch um, pretty soon. In regards to uh, you said your token, does it have liquidity? Yeah, so we're going to be using the uh, for Star for the Stardust token, which is our main token for ONFT uh, and all the IP that will launch through ONFT, and it's also the main token for uh, Ali's. And so we'll be doing a stream swap to uh, just like Slicks token did to uh, to allow uh, real healthy price discovery uh, and as well as being able to use that liquidity to launch liquidity pools. Um, and actually a big part of the way that um, our system is designed is designed to um, really reward people who provide liquidity and support the ecosystem and discourage people who don't and are just staking to farm. Um, so like if you stake your watcher, um, you'll earn like 0.6 uh, Stardust per day. But if uh, we'll be dropping uh, pet eggs soon that you'll be able to hatch, take care of, and actually um, feed treats to, to, uh, to keep happy. Um, and those are through NFTs that you earn by LPing. So one of the things that we're building out for, with Osmosis um, on our own is a, uh, when you LP, we'll actually be tracking that and it'll drop you um, daily treats to feed your pets which keeps that happiness meter. And you also get serums, which help you hatch uh, your pet. And you can get up to a 300%. If, once your pet is fully hatched, you can uh, get up to 300% boost on your staking rewards to a 1.8 per day. Um, so it really rewards people who are LPing. And you can't get those other unless you buy them secondary, right? So the only way you can hatch your egg and earn more is by participating and contributing to the ecosystem in that form. Um, and then if you're not, if you stop LPing and you're not earning treats, um, then eventually your pet will become unhappy and that reward will go from that increase all the way back down uh, to the to the lowest staking rate. Right. So um, that's that's kind of one of the metrics that we've done. And then also you earn branch tokens, which is a secondary token, which is uh, are the tokens that are used to be able to hatch and play the alleys game. So be able to hatch your characters out of your eggs and to be able to upgrade them from um, a baby all the way up to a wizard stage as well. So, and like, like I said, those tokens are all kind of like synergistic and work together. Um, and uh, yeah, it's really cool because there's no pre-sale, there's no pre-launch, there's no team tokens, um, there's no founder tokens, 
or any of that stuff. It's literally, you have to stake a watcher, and that's the only way the Stardust token is brought into circulation. Um, so all the holders are, that's the only way that you can bring it into circulation. There is no, no other way. Um, and then they're highly incentivized um, to, by, by doing that, to, to be able to earn more to actually help to provide that liquidity to the ecosystem which is a unique, uh, unique, something that hasn't been done before. So it's still an ex a social experiment. And, you know, if it works, it works. If not, it's still the, the way we'll power our game and our ecosystem. And um, I'm excited to see it all play out. It's been a long time, really uh, thought out and planned out for, uh, for a long time. So it's, I'm excited to finally see Token Factory go live. Uh, that stream swap is here, too, to really help with that um, healthy price discovery um, and get the game going. I, I got you. I got you. So on the in regards to the LP, and this is just questions I have. So those with the NFT are those who can stake, or can you stake without NFTs? Like, can you buy the token and stake it without an NFT? Well, that uh, you mean LP it? Yes. Yes. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could. Okay, so that's where. So you could still bring in the token into the market by LP, you want to have to have an NFT. Yeah. So actually you'll okay. be earning branch tokens, not Stardust. Um, so then you'll have the secondary, okay. you'll be earning the secondary token, which then powers the, the alleys trading game. Gotcha. And then on, um, on the contract side of things, who's creating this liquidity or the, the LP contract? The, uh, it's going to be on osmosis. So we're going to, we're going to, when we do the token factory, we're going to import our token over to osmosis, launch through stream swap, and then go live on the uh, osmosis LP. And they write all, they just write all the contracts for you guys. No, I have um, Reese. Reese is helping us out from Juno. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I know that's, that's a, that's a whole different avenue going down that road. People ask us to, work on an LP contract and I, I tell them no, it's now we're not doing that. So yeah, I'll be interested if you could send over your tokenomic, like your, your white paper, I want to read through it. And maybe if everything looks good, we'll, we'll buy some watchers and get some staked up so we can get your token, but everything is all price discovery yep. and, and yep. it's all, and especially on osmosis, like we said earlier, it's a very, you know, it still needs to mature quite a bit yep. and, it's all about just testing. Well, and it's a bear market and, too, right? I mean, this is, um, yeah. and I, honestly though, I think for price discovery in a bear market, um, that's a great time to do it, you know, because uh, if, if, the, if people are playing the alleys game and if Owen and the ONFT platform is successful in what we're trying to accomplish here by building out these tools for teams, um, you know, when the bull returns, I think um, the tokenomics will look really good, especially because the max, um, the max, the inflation rate right now, if every NFT was staked, um, and every pet was staked with it and it was fully evolved and you had the max, max earn rate on that is like um, under 6 million tokens a year. So by the second year, the inflation rate will be, be at 100% and by the end of the year, it'll be at 33%. And then from there, it'll continually just decrease because the supply is continually growing and the inflation obviously is, is, is capped at that amount every year as well. So that'll also help too. Right. And, and that's part of it, too, is also you want that distribution for the tokens, too. So, yeah, that's a good point. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Like you said, bear market time to test shit, because then when things get in the bull market, you don't have time to, to be catching up. So it'll be interesting to 
if people don't got quite as much liquidity either, they can't always spread it a little more thin. So there's the alternative to that. You know, they would sometimes they want to provide LP, but they can't because they just they can't afford to and also have their NFTs. Um, so it, it'll be it'll be awesome to see people test new things out. And I think innovation for Stargaze needs pushed quite a bit because they kind of move at their own speed. Right. And you've noticed that. And it, it that's where it becomes okay, I'll just build it myself, right? But, that's exactly I mean, that's, what that's, we did, yeah. Yeah, you that's what we too. did. And I just, you just get to the point, you're just like, I'll Dude, do it. Like, yes, October last year, I was like, all right, we're just going to build our own thing because I can't I can't keep delaying like this. Like, there's so much we want to do. Waiting. There's so much we want. And I know you felt the same way. There's like, you guys have so much planned out. You're so well thought out for a long time. And to sit here and like have these, and the problem is, is they keep putting dates on stuff too, right? And that's really hard. Because then you're like, you're dead set. Okay. Like he told me, I remember him told me like, I know Omniflix told me their stuff was like July. Like they were going to launch their token. They were going to do this last year. <laughs> so it's like, you know, certain tools that they had, we were going to use. And like, I know in November, December, like December, Shane was like, yeah, the Dow's coming out. And then it was like January, you know, so it, it it's hard, you know? And so you do have to like, some of this stuff, I think you just want to build out yourself. But I think there's certain tools like, token factory and the Dow tech and everything else. Like there's no reason to build some of that out, but there is a lot of reason to build some of these other cool things out. And one thing I'll just say too, about our LPing is, you know, like when you go an LP normally, you're going to get those, to- those same token rewards, which adds to inflation, right? Especially if, the, if you have those high APRs, but our APR like that comes from you getting dropped in, uh, you know, these, these serums and these treat NFTs. Right. And so you can, there'll be a marketplace for those things too. So you'll be able to kind of sell those out. Um, but in reality, like the main sources and the incentive is, is to use those so that you, that's where the inflation comes from um, for, for the uh, Stardust token, right? Because you're going up to 300% increase in that by using those and holding watchers and staking them with your pets and taking care of them, right? And so it creates this ecosystem too, where you actually have to, you can't just be some lazy daxical farmer who's going to sit there and dump a token you actually really have to kind of participate in the ecosystem to benefit from it. And so I really think too, the hope is we'll see, right? It's all an experiment is that it really will discourage people who just want to come and dump our token, but people who really are excited about the tools that we're building and the games that we're coming out with um, will want to interact with that. And hopefully if it does work, you know, other teams can kind of look at integrating certain uh, different metrics to kind of rechange the space, especially I think there's just so much more like, you know, with the NFTs and communities are so much richer and there's so much more emotional attachment to PFPs than there is to some uh, fudgeable token, right? Yeah, that's absolutely right. People people will dump a token the second they can. I don't care what anyone says. Um, everyone's out there to make a buck, right? And and but and then again, that's what they should be doing, right? That's like why we're in crypto is to make money, and so that's why you have to make in this situation. The more you use, the more you receive, right? And this on a, on if you can make. And this is where all tokenomics come into play. And that's why 99.9% of tokens fail. They don't have use case scenarios. They make great tokens. They make pretty good, actually, white paper. It looks good, but they don't have the proper usage for it on the back. And why would I hold this token or what can I get in return for holding a token? Um, And like you said, the marketplaces and swapping. But leading back to staking and staking an NFT on custodial or non-custodial, um, we actually have a hard staking contract on Polygon, and that was built by a guy that works in the U.S. government and cybersecurity. And we actually have delayed 
putting it out because we found out that through a way to do it, just like Utes, and we've thankfully been able to talk to some of those guys, we're going to be able to lock your NFT from being tradable while it remains in your wallet. So using the scraping the API and using, you know, you have to get private API keys, not with Star, not with Star uh, Stargaze, but with like Magic Eden stuff, you have to get private API keys and you have to continuously scrape for that. And we're going to be able to have it where, and this is maybe something you guys might be able to do. I don't, the API on Stargaze is just so bad. It's so slow. I don't know if you could do it. Um, but if you scrape it correctly, you could have a way where they can't stake or if, if they stake it, then they earn points or earn their tokens, whatever the project is. Like you said, really, it's just a virtual token for most projects. Some of them will be on chain tokens and then others, you know, they just, when you stake it, you can do whatever you want, like unstaking. And I just, I was sorry, I saw a guy drive by and got off topic there. Um, but in regards to like the custodial staking and non-custodial, when you, don't uh, have it staked, you can then sell it, right? But when you're selling it, you don't earn those points. So it prevents you from being able to access like double dip. Um, but yeah, if that's something we can talk with you after this, if that's something that you guys have kind of been messing with um, or wanting to try to go down, because like you said, people that can stake and earn tokens and then dump them, that's, <laughs> that's pro or sell it at the same time, that's not a good thing. Um, but we'll see. Comes down to Stargate's API. Yeah, when I, when but, I saw that too, when I saw Usecom, I thought that was really clever and uh, really interesting. And so I had our dev look into like how it was done, and it's it's done like you said. And I think that's really great. I think you should be able to retain your custody, and you should have freedoms with it. But you shouldn't be able to double dip. You shouldn't be able to kind of back end some of these things. And I think that's a really great system. And I think it'll, it'll all just get better. We'll come up with even better ways and uh, more. I mean, that's what I love about this space. It moves so fast. There's so much creativity and ingenuity and all of this that you know there's always going to be something better coming around the horizon and like for us too like when it came to like tokens right we actually originally had the owies token you know when it was like because we were launching we you know it was like january right so it was like rack was around that time too um you know you had the the juno just previously happened and you had a lot of other a lot of other projects too that were launching and so we were kind of hyped on that we were doing an airdrop for the whole like the whole standard thing like stargaze did right with the owies was like one billion supply you know, going to do that whole route kind of thing. And as I was talking to Joe, you know, Cosmos Joe, right, over all this time period too, it was just like NFTs make better DAO tokens, right? And, um, you know, so that was like one of the one first things that really kind of restarted to reshape what I was looking at. And we had the Stardust token as well in the plans, but it was like the, it was like a secondary token. Um, and then so, so we did array with this kind of high inflation, high supply token where there was like, you know, team tokens and all this other stuff we did away with all that and just went with the stardust token where it was like you could only stake it and earn it so it really puts the the community first in the tokenomics yeah i agree and really dialing in tokenomics is hard and that's kind of the bottom line yeah. that's why you've seen with utes if you really think about it you know everyone uses utes as reference and if you guys don't know what utes are you need to get on the train and and go go look them up on twitter um but they haven't came out with anything for their point system. And there's actually rumor of how those points are going to be used this season. So I'm very interested as right now, they're just, they're, they're just a virtual token, right? Like it's just on the site. It's, it's uh state or it's pegged to that NFT. So when I sell my U, it has accumulated points if I choose to. Um, but I, I'm, 
like you said, if someone does it right, which, you know, Frank, he's done quite a few things, right? Um, I think when someone does it right and does it in a unique way, it can be done. It'll, it'll bring a lot of value. And if we, you know, if you can do that on Stargazer or Tezos or wherever your NFT is, I think you are ahead of the game. Uh, like you said, it moves so fast. And I think right now more than ever is we're seeing, seeing that happen. And from infancy, like a phase, you guys saw ordinals move at a speed of light, mm. like literally, I mean, that exploded. And if you guys saw that sooner or later, hopefully when cosmos matures stargaze can see a, a just a percentage of growth like that um and yeah i mean like you said we we enjoy talking with shane and getting to know the team and they're dedicated to the core so i'm very interested to see what you guys build out over the next year you know because it does take time but it'll be uh it's just patience just have trust have patience and and uh i think it'll all play itself out but wolfman i know we're getting over getting pretty long here is there anything that uh the community can do to help you guys or anything like a call to action that we can do to help you guys yeah i, I would say you know uh, there's the post above too if you've got a project that you love that doesn't have staking and like the mayor said too it's like okay projects maybe that uh can't afford it you know the teams who can they do it right i honestly still think even those teams don't need to have to spend the time and resources to do staking right i think there can be a really great system even with the trade swaps and all of that done that can be that doesn't have to be built out every single time a team wants to do it um and just spend that because it just it then it just goes into pure creation so you know tag your team in there there's a chance to win a watcher um so um you know we definitely want to onboard more teams to our platform as we continue to grow it out um and our watcher mint um on omniflix it's a it's a, a much less used uh, platform. It's got amazing tools and uh, some really great potential there. Um, it's still live. Um, there's about 1,500 left out of the 8,088 that we totally minted. Um, Stargaze minted out. Obviously, we got that minted out. So if you are interested, that is the cheapest we're out. It's, there's, they're about $48 right now on the Omniflix platform. And with Interchain NFTs, you'll be able to bring that over to Stargaze where the liquidity is uh, as well. And you'll be able to stake them right away on our platform too to start earning Stardust and the O-Token. Um, we do have the OVALT too, so there's the you know the largest Cosmos NFT wallet, um, and there'll be a whole social um, governance thing behind all that too, which will be a lot of fun. But yeah, I'd say those are the two things. You know, just um, come join our Discord, come hang out, get to know us. Um, you know, we've been a big supporter of you know if you're in Stargaze and the Cosmos, we've been a huge supporter of the projects with our vault um, and what we're building, and and we are very much. Um, I love Polygon, a Matic man. I. I started doing uh doing some spaces with him in january that's how i met him and johnny back in the day and got connected with polygon back then and we just haven't had the time to really you know explore as much as we wanted to on building out some things for ourselves for onft on polygon but we definitely have some plans to do some stuff over there and obviously we've brought our platform uh to enable teams to use our staking as well so we're very much you know uh, engaging with polygon and we're going to be stepping up our game on that side of it as well going forward Perfect, perfect. So you guys heard him. If you can get into the Discord, ask some questions, give him a follow on Twitter, and just get to know the project. If you guys need anything, you guys can always DM him on Twitter as well. If you don't like to get into that Discord, because I know some of you are like that, that's perfectly fine. Um, but with that, guys, we're going to give you a quick, quick update of Space Skellies, and then we're going to hop off for the day. 
Um, so Space Skellies was just accepted last week for Magic Eden. We'll be launching on Magic Eden this month. Um, this is news. We actually released it on an interview with Joe and Maria the other day. Uh, we haven't even made a post about it. So you guys first get to know everything. If you do want a whitelist, we call it our space list. We are increasing our supply as Magic Eden has kind of encouraged us to. Um, so we're, we're just talking amongst the team and going about how we're going to do that. So if you want a space list, which is a guaranteed mint, you have to come into our Discord and go into the application channel and simply fill it out, give some unique answers so we can catch our eye on you. Um, and then the next one, once that fills up, will be our galaxy list. That is not a guaranteed mint, but it is a whitelist mint to protect you from bots because once everything goes to public, it will most likely get botted. That's just the reality of it. Um, and then that leads us into our staking as well. Our staking is live. If you guys want to get on there, stake your skellies. We do not have it. Uh, it is non-custodial right now, which it may remain that way once we find... Uh, we've been messing around with the API keys for Magic Eden, testing a few things, and we may be able to kind of meet in the middle between hard staking and soft staking for you to remain uh, in custody of your NFTs. Um, and I think that's really... You know, that's really, we have a lot of partnerships coming up, but I don't want to announce them and give out too much too soon. Um, but just be ready. There will be a little bit, a lot of things unexpected. We are building a lot of products for a lot of large projects. The top projects on Polygon, we'll leave that as is. Uh, so when these partnerships come out, just know that they're, you know, we gave you a heads up. We're trying to let you know that as you can, you can move your skellies from Stargaze to Polygon and stake them. If not, keep them on Stargaze. There may or may not be something coming on Stargaze. Um, but right now, our focus is on the evil skellies on Polygon. So with that, guys, Mayor, do you have anything that you would like to leave them with before I sign us off? No, just once again, you know, thank, thank, thank you, everyone, for stopping by. And, you know, like we said, you know, this is just all information we like to share and talk with each other and you know always do your own research do your own homework but it's always good just to hear what's going on on other chains and with other projects but once again thank thank everyone for stopping by today we appreciate it yeah and mayor and ej i just want to say thanks again for having onft up and thanks for thank you for having me and the opportunity to come hang out with you guys this is a a great thing that you guys do for the space and i just love how much you how much value you continually bring to not just your holders, but to the space in general. So really appreciate that. And also just one last drop too, is if you haven't seen it, go to the Gazer NFT. Um, so at Gazer NFT on, on here on Twitter, you'll check out, that's gonna be a free man on Stargaze coming up in the next month or two. We'll have some whitelist, ability to earn whitelist pretty soon here. And if you hold a watcher, you instantly get a, a whitelist to, to mint one, but it's a, it's a really fun collection and it's a, it's a huge onboarding tool for Cosmos in general and for Stargaze. And it's just a really cool, fun collection. So thanks again, guys. I really appreciate it. Y'all have a good one. I just fat fingered the mic. It's our, our pleasure, Wolfman. And, um, you know, apologies last week. We, uh, we missed the spaces. Um, and, and I do want to reiterate to everyone that B-Bands has stepped down and B-Bands will be uh, pursuing different goals that she has set. And we love her to death and we support her all the way. And we hope that Space Skelly says, given her a platform to really just, you know, glow and become who she is. Um, but with that, once again, thank you guys. And as we always say, choose to find the good and the bad, no matter what the situation may be. 
And if you need anything in the meantime, message any of us. We're here to help you. Give ONFT a follow. Give everyone up here a follow or even everyone in the listener section as well. Much love to all you guys. We'll talk next week. See you guys. There's this principle in like Taoism. There's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, like just inevitably it kind of starts to happen. There's this principle in like Taoism. Taoism, where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want. Inevitably, it kind of starts to happen. Tripping on the bird app, listening to nerds flap, wondering why the fuck my timeline's so cursed. It's like everybody's holding heavy bags in Web3. That's why they can't fly, they just drowning in the bird bath, fishing for some dry powder. Watch how we ignite the tower, blowing up their bank accounts, forgetting how to fight the power. Y'all don't even realize how deep this shit goes. They preach an open sauce, but don't listen to the code and now it's mutiny community uprise there's no more humility futility plus size motherfuckers leaking from the wrench down to the bare metal which side the line you bleeding out on when the dust settles motherfucking west side shit needle and noose sticking with my armory and beta and bruce repping psychedelic artistry believing the truth like these motherfuckers even need a reason to sue gm fam really worth all the effort is it really worth all the fighting drama and the answer i think is a clear note we started using zoom now we finna zoom out teaching all these plebidites what this game's really all about little baby bitches when they choose to have fits all you're left with is kibble when you lose all them bits and that kibble's just sawdust this shit is all rust not a great look you're what we call all nuts and i for one did not see that coming Cracking open books, yo, that's a lot of money Meanwhile, over here, rewiring features More critical thinking, huh? Less knee-jerk, more evolution Less shitcoin preachers Pretending to be teachers Y'all just predatory leeches I mean, please, just look at the track record A bunch of VC rap fucks Sucking up the cheddar The recipe is two steps Rinse and repeat Now we all in your butts And we bring in receipts GM fam, have a seat. If you're listening to this, my, my plea to you, you would be like, don't have, don't, don't have to take a side on it. Just say like, is it really, is it really worth this war of attrition? It might cost us a lot more than what can be gained by like fighting this to the better end. And sometimes it's better to just like move on. Ten spaces.